It's been one week since you looked at me. Cut your head to the side and said I'm angry. Five days since you laughed at me. You're saying get back together, come back and see me. Three days since the living room. I realized it's all my fault, but couldn't tell you yesterday. Welcome back, everybody, to Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean. And I'm Scott. Another week, another DC sports team is knocked out, and another podcast episode. Scott, you excited? Another rainy day, too, but yeah, I'm excited, as always. Yeah, it's raining again, but that's but that's okay. It's gonna be a good show. I'm feeling it's gonna be. We don't have two mics, but we don't need two mics. We'll get it going next week. Hey, everybody, we're using one mic, but Still. could you could you tell? No, you couldn't. Okay, no, you couldn't. You know what? Well, we don't have to get into it. Uh, gonna be a good episode for what is this? Thirty five. Thirty five. Thirty five. Anybody named thir- number thirty five? Do you know? Not off the top of my head. I have to sit down and think about it for a little while. All right, so we got to wrap up the end of the Wizards season. That's you know that's just what we're going to lead off with. Call us front page now. Yeah, the front. Yeah, just you know, I was sort of going to save that, but you took it. That's okay. No, we're going to call the main sports story, at least in our world, DC area, and obviously world, whatever's going on. You know, most we're going to call that the front page, the PST front page. Then we're going to get into a little bit of Major League Baseball. We call that segment in and out. Spend 10 minutes on it, infield, outfield, in and out, then we get out of there. I got a good short guy, Sean, for you. Okay. That inaugural segment was last week highlighting men of short stature in the sports world. Okay. So I got a good one for you. (laughs) Uh, I need to ask you a couple questions about the players open that just, or the players. Okay, I don't know anything about it, but I'll answer. You know, it's sort of, it's sort of just golf in general. Sorry, ladies, I'm not the golfing type. And we're going, you know, we'll get into that later in the, later in the episode. I got a really good Scotty doesn't know for you. At least I think I got a Scotty doesn't know, but we'll let the, we'll let you be the, the judge of that. Obviously the listeners, hopefully we get, hopefully we stump, hopefully we stump Scott. I had a good Scotty doesn't know for you. Just earlier this evening, and you did know. I knew it. Knew it Scotty so. did know. Don't have that sound bite. We, as of right now, we do not have a schlub of the week or a due to the week. But hopefully, within the next hour, we will be able to come up with one. I have no doubt that we will. And then after that, we got a would you rather, a weekend appetizer, and then we're gonna get you find people out of here. But right now, how about we just jump right into it? What do you say, Scott? Let's rock and roll. Okay, let's open up that PST front page. Should have came up with a good front page sound, but turning of a turning of a newspaper, like a newspaper hitting the driveway, you know. Maybe front page. Read newspapers, but yeah, sure. I read. You know for a fact, I read a newspaper. But not Scott. many, not many, not normal people. Half the people right here sitting in this room, fifty percent of this population read pretty the newspaper. Yeah, high. not yeah. bad. We're good sample size. Half. Yeah. Yeah. Half right. our population of listeners yeah. probably read the newspaper. Yeah, so, well, yeah, well, that's so, again, that's us two, you know. Exactly. I, I see, I saw where you were going there. Okay, let's wrap up the wizard season. Let's finally put it to bed. What went, what, what went wrong in the uh, in the playoffs there? Shoot, I didn't have the stutter. Scotty doesn't know. Oh, wrong sound bite. Oh, Man, I was just. Scotty doesn't know. What was I, oh, the stutter was the other button. 
stutter was the other. Now I can't stop it. It's just we just have this. Guy does know. There's the stutter. There's the stutter right there. Okay. All right. Let's talk about the Wizards. We have an impressive game by John Wall in Game Six, specifically the three-pointer to send it into Game Seven. But you know how many people remember Game Sixes? Zero. Nobody. Probably only DC fans. So that's the that's the only thing there. That's sort of my first grievance about the Wizards was how they acted in Game Six. John Wall specifically jumping up on the on the scores table like he just did something. You still had a game to win, and I think. That sort of his his karma was planned ahead of time because of that. You see what I'm saying? That was my first reaction when I saw that. I, I was watching the game, awesome game for DC. But I, were you watching the same game when he jumped up on the table? Yeah, of course. Shaking that, his jersey and everything. That was an I, incredible shot. I was. I went. Oh man, that's not good. Well, I I did. I said that immediately as I was watching that. I was like, man. And I, I told, I went to my brother and said, "Hey, if they don't win Game Seven, it doesn't mean anything." No, of course not. Doesn't you, mean a dang thing. You know what it's up there with? It's up there with Jason Worth's home run in Game Four in the NLDS in 2012. Yeah, the the walk off. Yeah, in the grand scheme, no, not a single thing. I will be honest with you. I did sort of feel like that. You know, he sings that shot. Oh my gosh! As a player, as the leader, just. Just hustle back and like, okay, let's uh, let's get ready for for game seven. I would love to see a, a different reaction. I mean, teach his own. That's great. Like he was pumped up. I love the intensity and everything. But they still had a game to win. Like mm-hmm. like you said. So it didn't matter whether it was game if it was game seven. Great, great. Celebrate all you want and then go get ready for Cleveland. But I don't know. I feel like we're the type of guys that don't show as much emotion as other people do. And so it's just a little different. Oh, for sure. And and that was game six. Again, it was here in D.C. They just play better in D.C. That was, that's been the narrative. Yeah. Uh, it was still, honestly, it, was, it wasn't a great game. I think they shot 43%, 20% from behind the arc. Okay. Like game six wasn't like an attractive game other than that last. Bradley Beal and, well, Bradley Beal had a great game seven. John Wall had a great game six. Right. They couldn't put it together. And you know what? Just going right into Game 7, that was the thing. Hey, John Wall, hey, jumping up on the on the table. Where were you, Game 7? Yeah. You didn't score. I think it was the – he was 0 for 11 in like the remaining 19 minutes of the game from the third quarter into the fourth quarter. He didn't make a single shot. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. And it's sad. It's sad that that was like one of the biggest shots in D.C. history and and all the, all the hoopla that went around with that. It just it just doesn't matter, and it's and it sucks. It really does. I I, I knew we were going to talk about it on this show, and I have a huge beef with that. It just it doesn't mean anything. It's it, for the highlight reel, right? And again, that, nobody's going to know what that is. They might show that in years and years from now, and they're going to think, "What were Wizards fans celebrating in in those days?" Nothing. Wizards fans are going to look at that and be like. Oh, that was a game six. Great. We could put that alongside Jason Ward's home run in game four. That didn't mean anything. You know what I mean? We're going to put that alongside the fact that the Caps came back from, from three to one, but then couldn't seal it. You know, it's DC's close. They're just, they're just not. Shawnee doesn't there. know how many years DC sports 
has not been in a conference finals. A conference finals? Uh, 1998, the Capitals. Is that 19? Are that you talking about DC nice. Sports in general? Yeah. Yeah, 1998. Shawnee the Capitals. I'll play the soundbite for you. Nah, no, I'm not going to. I've been, no, I've been struggling with the, new, yeah. with the new technology. If it's we'll leave it. We'll leave it there. And, wow. and you want just another common characteristic, I think, is for just DC Sports. It's an un, an, a, just a random hero putting the last nail in our coffin. Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk. What are you? Oh, why? Gosh. You know how many times in the regular season he scored over twenty points? Zero. One. Wow. This was his second that time was his this season. Tw- yeah, twenty six points off the bench. Oh, and Scott. Here's a Scott who doesn't know how many how many points did the Wizards bench have total. God, I can't wait to hit this button right here. Oh man, I know Bogdanovich had a three. I think Bogdanovich actually had all of the Wizards' <laughs> points off the bench. Mahimi missed a few free throws, so I want to say, oh, I want to say three. Scotty doesn't know. Oh. <laughs> oh, Scotty well, you were you were in that right. We so the Wizards off the bench only have only had five points, and okay. Bogdanovich Dang. scored all of Who them. Who had the other two? Mahimi. No, five. Bogdanovich scored oh, every man. single. And, okay, here's the thing that scares me, just getting into the offseason here with the Wizards. Bogdanovich wants out. Really? He wants out, dude. He wants to go be a starter somewhere. He came. Do you want to go be a starter or do you want to win a ring? He came from the – if you want to win a ring, why are you staying with the Wizards Bogdanovich for? Bogdanovich as a starter is not going to win a ring. You're thinking, that? okay, he could have one or the other? I bet. He's not good enough to be on a championship caliber team. He's a starter with the Nets. We all know how their season went. But he he's a good – I like having Bogdanovich off I the love, bench. I love it. Need, I love it. Need Jan Mahimi to figure out his whatever he's, he's got terrible. going on. Terrible. You think he just – injury – Front court for the Wizards in game seven was historically atrocious. Just all across the board, just terrible. Morris was a was bad. I, I think for the team in the playoffs. In the playoffs, I thought in the regular season he's he was fine. He's fine. It's just it's sad. There's there's stuff going on. I they're they're missing a few pieces. I think this can lead into a next kind of talking point. Is where do the Wizards go from here? Can, what are their what is their next step? I the, well, let's see. I think Otto Porter is a free agent. Okay, correct. I don't know, Am I, I wrong I don't there? Know that specifically might have to. I I mean, I would like Otto back. Okay. I would like Otto back. I like Bogdanovich. Even if you obviously put those two guys be back, we're not a championship caliber team. We're not a Eastern Conference Finals team. I think we're. I think the Wizards are one guy away. I They're think one be, star away. They're Beal, one starter away. Yeah. Because Gortat just doesn't. Gortat's a gamer. He doesn't seem to want to be the guy. Morris again, eh? You know, up and, and who knows? Maybe you know what? Maybe just I think Bogdanovich started a couple games when he first came into DC. He did, but he did all right. And we, the NBA is a superstar-driven league, and the Wizards just need another superstar to get it done, whether it's a forward or center. 
Gortat's great, and I, we all love him, but it, something needs to happen with Morris or Gortat. Porter, Beal, Wall, solid foundation. Ubre, Bogdanovich coming off the bench. Ubre needs to improve. So what Ubre needs to right, do. Right, but improving isn't taking you from the conference semifinals to the NBA championship. Yeah. What's taking you from there is an acquisition signing like Kevin Durant. You know, I'm not saying we go get Kevin Durant, but Paul George is a free agent who's probably going to go to L.A. Uh, there's a few guys like that that we're just one guy away from being a conference finals finals team. Mm-hmm. John Wallace has been on another level. See, what's the thing that's really separating our teams in the conference finals right now? What, Like, why, you know, the Cavs are there because yeah. of LeBron, because of Kyrie Irving, because of Kevin Love. You know, they're superstars. And then yeah, the Celtics are there because... They have great coaching. They have Isaiah, Stevenson, Bradley. Isaiah Crowder, Tal- is, is Avery Bradley a superstar, a superstar now? No, but well, see, that's the thing. The Wizards, I don't think you need another superstar. You need, okay, like, another- they're not a superstar away from the conference finals, but they're a superstar away from talking about NBA championships. I think... The Wizards just need a lot of people to retire before. I think the, the Wizards, Wizards need the like space. <laughs> need like LeBron James to retire. I think you know, that's that's who that's what needs to happen. We're not a guy away. The Wizards are just all other teams need to they need to get rid of their superstars because you can't just go buy. You can't just find a superstar. You can't just find it. You either need to draft it or sign one. The Wizards have the cap space. Wouldn't mind seeing Could it. Can I ask you an out of the box question here, and it kind of doesn't have to do with anything we've been talking about? Do you want to see? I have something on the Wizards. Go ahead, go ahead. I, it's sort it's, of a basketball. It's a basketball thing. Okay, we'll go basketball thing first. No, okay, no. G- just Game Seven. We haven't. We actually go haven't talked it. about Game Seven yet. We mentioned Olenek. Game Seven of. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to point to one place specifically. It was Isaiah Thomas. The score is st- – I think the Wizards are up. It's like 76-75 or 74-73. Okay. They this is in the third back. quarter. It's in the third quarter. Okay. It's in the third quarter. I'm telling you, they're up. They're up by one. It's like two minutes left. Jan Mahimi fouls Isaiah Thomas. Uh, Thomas makes both free throws. And then that starts their whatever 18 to nothing run going from the end of the third quarter to the beginning of the fourth quarter. The Wizards complained right there. It was that foul. And here's what happened. It was Thomas doing one of his crazy, you know, dribbling right right around the arc, picks up his dribble, thinks about shooting, draws Mahinmi up, right, like does the big jump, and then just Isaiah Thomas like throws his elbows up into him, and I get it. You're drawing the foul. I understand that. I understand why they call it good basketball. But there needs to be some sort of a rule. There needs to be some sort of a rule change. We're going to call this a – We're philosophizing here. There needs to be a rule change. It needs to be something like football to where it's not pass interference if the ball was not catchable. If the shot was not even had a prayer not chance makeable. going in. Ooh, rule change. If the shot was not makeable, exactly, then it shouldn't be a foul. That's pretty good. We're philosophizing. I'm gonna keep pounding that guy. I kept. Well, I don't think the listeners could hear it too well. Everybody, just listen. Now he's a philosophizer. There we go. We're philosophizing. They got it. So there needs to be a rule because. That sparked it. Makes both free throws. They go ahead in the third quarter, and then 
the wizard season just collapses from there. I like it was because chase, of the BS. And then you know what the announcers called Scott? Good basketball. It was of good course. basketball. You draw that foul. But you know what? It's not to me. It's not good basketball. That's cheesy basketball. James Harden's been doing it all year. Guys have been doing it all year, and that's just the way it is. Until they do change the rule where you can go straight up or, like, make a defensive play. Or I, I like the whole, like, if it's, if it's a makeable shot. Because there's no way in heck that he's shooting, that he's shooting like that. And he wanted three. They only gave him two shots. Yeah, he wanted, he he wanted three. Yeah. It's interesting. and in I, I see your point there, but there needs to be a rule change or something like that. In order to do it, because James Harden has been doing it the entire year. If it wasn't makeable, if it wasn't going to go in, you can't call a foul because that's crap. You could just do that any. You just bump into a guy. They should just. They should just sell it like real. They do. Just be. Have, have you watched the Rockets play? I mean, yeah, they sell, but it should just be. It should be like a half court, freaking other side of the paint, being like, I was trying to take a shot there. He didn't let me take a shot. Something ridiculous has to happen. So that was my just my piece. And again, that started that's that started everything. Wall didn't make a shot after that. The, just the Wizards in general didn't make a shot after that. I mean, didn't like it. Okay, so what was your what was your piece uh, now, from? Okay, okay. How bad is the the name the Washington Wizards? What is it bad? Like, what do you mean bad? Is that not the worst franchise name in history? Of any team that you can think of, uh, the Wizards, the Wizards, the Wizards. No, I don't think it's a. It's not a bad name to me. Oh, terrible! Name any other mascot name in any professional or college sport. Oh, college sport. Come college. On. Okay. Colleges. College. The Ant Eaters. Okay. I the Beavers. Like, come on. There's a tons in college. Professional sports names. Does it get any worse? Than the Wizards. And I bet you could, no college is nicknamed the Wizards either. Penguins? <laughs> Penguins are pretty bad. <laughs> this is this is what happens when, you know, we could talk about baseball forever. We could. We but could. this is what happens when there's like the, you know, the football, the basketball and going on. People really don't care about like a lot of, probably a lot of our listeners love baseball. But, but I would love anybody to give me a worse professional sports team name than the Wizards. That's Hold on. Terrible. We could come on. We could th- we ha- just in basketball. I mean, the Na- what makes the Nationals good? What the Bru- eh, the Brewers is kind of cool beer. In basketball. Oh, in basketball. I thought you said in professional sports. Okay, but yeah, okay. Go professional sports uh, even. Professional. I'd say the Magic. Magic is a terrible. Magic is pretty bad. That's pretty bad. But the Wizards are on the same comparison. Wizards and Magic. The Wizards <laughs> just do magic. Isn't Wizards, that the- Yeah. I don't know. Did, like, what made you think of this? I don't know. I just we always talking about the wizards and everything. I just hate saying the wizards. I like the whiz, the whiz, the zards, zards, whiz, anything but the wizards. Eh. Wizards, Celtics. It's like clovers. I For- love the bullets. What happened to the bullets? That mm. got a little dicey when everybody was shooting up right, DC. Right. The Washington. It got a little dicey. Violence. Well, do you think Celtic, Celtics, first of all, isn't even pronounced. It's not even pronounced the right way. All right, how do you, you pronounce Celtic? Celtic. It's uh, Celtic. It's like that's a that's a that's a heritage right there. You don't pronounce Celtic. You know that's weird. That's like pronouncing German German. That's it's the it's the same thing. Okay. I don't think the Wizards the the name itself isn't all that bad. Oh. Did you? 
I don't know. Like I like Awful. sports teams. Sports teams not named after animals. You know, they don't have any like history. Like at least the Celtics, the Red Sox are bad, but they have history. They've been called been called that for 120 years. Okay, but so the Wizards, the Wizards need we 100 more years for what, it to be a what cool is the name Wizards? Then. The DC Wizards. Like, there's nothing to do with wizards in DC. Why are you down on wizards right now? Oh, I'm just you know, off. you know what that is. The That's a, that Scott. is a sports yeah. hipster Scott, yeah. big time. Let me I'll write take that. that. Sports hipster Scott, the wizards. Everybody's beefing about. Name. Everybody's beefing about. We already see. did our beef with John Wall and all that. The Kelly Olynyk. We already did that bit. It's time for the sports hipster. What wizards? Pick. What cracks me up is everybody whines about the Washington Redskins, and of course Scott can't go well, along like the Redskins. with the Redskins mainstream. It's gonna be like, no, 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 no. Everybody's drinking Budweiser. I gotta drink PBR. I gotta, I gotta talk about why the Wizards are lame, not the Redskins. That's too. No, no, no. That's like way too 2016, 2017. This is the Wizards being bad. Name change. You're unbelievable, dude. Not name You're change with the Redskins. I'm going. I'm picketing for. Name change for the Wizards. Okay, what do you see me out there? G- go ahead, give us your best idea right now. Ooh, yeah, so it's got to be something it has political, to be something to do because capital, the monuments, the nationals, that's terrible. The monuments. How about this? How about a sports team not ending in S? Ooh, that's that has a good to do with DC though. That's my point though, and I think there's a lot of things to do with DC that you can name them. Yes, but just real quick, listeners, one of the best sports trivia questions, name every college Division I uh, mascot that does not end in S. I think there's right around like 30. Great sports trivia question. And honestly, all the listeners probably know it already because they're our friends and our family, and we've done this with our friends and family. We have, but it's still tough. Yeah, it's still, it's still fun. So I'm going for a sports team name that does not end in an ad. The Monumental. This, the Washington Monumental. Do you know the answer to this question? I could probably name like 10 of them. Division One. I, I mean, your Alabama Crimson Tide, Navy Midshipmen, yeah. uh, Fighting Irish, Fighting Illini, is the, is Bison. Is Tree? No. Trees? No, they're the... Oh my gosh! There are the Cardinals now. No, I guess mask. It's their, yeah. um, A lot of Hmm. it's Cornell Big Red or no? Now they're the Red Men. Something like that. Yeah. No, but that was that was St. John. Where St. John's were the Red, but that got that got like politically something. Yeah. Red Storm. Uh, William and Mary's the Tribe. That's a good one. Right. So just the little ones like that. Good. Good sports trivia right there for. For our listeners, I think that's all I got. Do oh, we want to pretty good? We do we beat that dead horse right there? Do we want to close up the front page? Let's do it. Let's take a good, quick, crisp infield outfield. And here at PST, we like to call it in and out. We didn't coin that phrase at all. I mean, it's widely known throughout the baseball community. Your your pregame, your your warm up, your infield. It's called the in and out infield outfield. It's quick get in, get off, showing off for the scouts. So whenever we talk about baseball, we're just showing it off for the scouts, right? That's okay. all we're doing. So we call it in and out. We get in, we get out. A tight ten minutes talking about the world of baseball. So let's jump right into it. I have it. a dream that one day you will not have to explain the sports segments. I'm not saying it will be now, but I'm saying like. Five, ten years down the road, 
when we have our consistent listeners and we have, you know, this thing's a production, you won't have to explain the sports segments because everybody will already know. You're really down on me talking. Now we're wasting precious in and out time. I just said we're going to get in, we're going to get out, now you're dragging it on. Let's get it out. We're not getting it out. We're... See, now you're making it weird. <laughs> now you're making it really weird, all because I try to explain something, for Christ's sake. Anything weird. Let's do it. Okay. See, now I'm a little thrown yeah, off. Yeah, you're a little, little all right. How, so the main problem facing the Washington Nationals right now is the bullpen. How are we yeah. going to fix it, Coach Coach Scott? What's What, what do we got to do Ooh. here? Ooh. What do we got to do here? You want me to pull in our Scott Hipster, or whatever you want to call me? Sports hipster Scott. Yeah, I'll pull another one and I'll, I'll spin you a little bit. You just want each starter to throw two innings every single day, don't you? No, I don't. That'd be pretty good, though, I, right? It's kind of good, now though. He's a that's philosophizer. Now he's doing philosophizing. Now he's a philosophizer about baseball. Okay, the biggest Nationals problem. I'll give it to you right here. Isn't their bullpen? What is it? It's their bullpen. No, it's well, it's not. their closer. It's the whole bullpen. Not the bullpen. What? It's the center fielder. No, it's not. Who's gonna play fuck center field? Sorry, dude. We need a we need a beep. This guy doesn't know how to not how to not swear when we got a live mic over here. Okay, twenty five twenty. No, that's not that is, and we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything about it. Michael A. Taylor's hitting three hundred over three hundred since he came up. Or it's since he came be, up, since he's since he's been starting in in place. It's our center fielder historically. Last year it was bad. No. Well, it's still until Trey Turner came up and started playing in center field. No, it's not that bad. Let me pull up. To, no, no, no. No, Taylor's been Taylor's been doing just fine. It's not the center fielder. That is it a big is time sports center. Scott. It because is the center fielder. One hundred percent. Look okay. at every team that wins. The Cubs last year. Fowler had a heck of a year last year. The year before that, who won? I don't even know. Baseball? Yeah. What are you talking about? Who won the year before the Cubs? In which year? 2015, then. 2015. Yeah, who won? In 2015? Yeah. Uh, the Cubs. And then, geez, who won in 2015? I don't know. Can you do a quick Google search? I can do it, and I can name every center fielder, too. Oh, in 2015? No, in two, it wasn't the Giants. That was, Royals. That was 2014. Royals. Royals. Because they beat the Mets. Kane. Lorenzo Cain. And then it was the – and that, in 2000, 2014, it was 14. the Giants. They had, what, Pagan playing center? Yeah, Angel Pagan. Good. See, they're all good. It, it, we need a center fielder. Michael A. Taylor is not going to win us a World Series. He's in 268? center field. He's not. Yeah, he is. He's in two sixty eight. Uh, I know. I'm saying he's not going to win us a World Series playing center field. That's not the problem. But when you have every single guy around you hitting above three hundred, you're All doing makes ju- it a lot easier. But that's not going to happen the entire year. Mm. Well, we need a leadoff hitter like Eaton. Eaton is a huge blow to the Nationals. Yeah, I don't agree huge. with you. That's the entire problem, or that's not the main problem. Bullpen. I can do the whole committee thing. It's not great. We're probably going to pick one up. At the, by the deadline, because like I told you earlier today, it's not about the regular season. We have an eight, nine-game lead. It's about the playoffs. Right. So How, we'll get there. Let, let me ask you something. How is a center fielder going to help you out in the playoffs? What do you mean? There's nine guys bat, eight position players, when and you, now seven guys are batting? When you have 
pretty much all the other seven guys who are hitting over 300. The Nationals have the highest batting average in the the whole. Is that going to happen? Is Zerman going to keep hitting, what, 350 or whatever he's hitting right now? Is Ryan Zimmerman at 32 going to Even if they come back down to earth, they're still leading the National League in, in batting average and home runs and everything, in every that. offensive category. Michael A. Taylor is doing just fine on defense. Takes eight. Takes eight. And no. Then it takes starting pitching. No, every not for team. hitting. Not for hitting. For defense, you need a guy to track. You don't even pay a center fielder for his for his hitting. That's not oh, what a center fielder is there for. No, you don't. That's core guys. Every single position that's up the middle, catcher, shortstop, second base, center field, they're there for defense. Your hitters, your first baseman, your third baseman, your left field, your right field. I understand that. I do, and that's that's a great bit. But a center fielder, you get Adam Eaton. I mean, bless his soul, he, he was awesome, and he would have been awesome. That's a leadoff hitter. That's speed. That's better than 260. You, y- yes, it is a it is a huge blow. It's a huge blow. It's probably it's, it's a 350 on base percentage. It's another couple stolen bags, uh, more RBIs. It is no way is a is a center fielder more important than a bullpen, Scott. There's just no way. That's one of the big reasons why. Why the Chicago Cubs and the Cleveland Indians were were in the World Series last year is because of Chapman went to the Cubs and Andrew Miller went to the went to the Indians. I have full faith though that the Nationals will make some moves. The Rizzo will make some moves towards the end of the year, towards the trade deadline, to to upgrade the bullpen. Yeah, but here's the thing: to upgrade the bullpen, everybody in the in the league, everybody in the country knows that. The Nats are in desperate, desperate need of a bullpen. So they are going to, they're going to make the the Nats freaking put everything on the table. They're going to make the Nats pay good for any bullpen guy. They're going to have to give up probably some starting guys that we see play every day. Honestly, really, we we, yeah, we might see we might see guys who we see play every single day wearing another uniform who we love just because we need a closer to get us through the playoffs. We yeah, like get see. yourself prepared for that. Just okay. saying. So so bullpen is the biggest thing besides center field. I'm just kidding. I'm just No, I mean no, it stinks that the that that Adam and Eaton went out the way he did, especially because it was you know, it wasn't I mean it was run down to first, like it was a tough thing to watch in May. Probably won't even be back for October. I mean, that takes some Adrian Peterson to be back, you know, in in six months. But yeah, so that's what the unless and here's the thing to to like limit bullpen time, you just got to extend your your starters, right? A guy like Rourke, a guy like Scherzer, I I feel no problem having them throw eight innings. Yeah. Strauss. I don't know. Strauss always he's on pitch yeah. counts and pitch limits in September of every year. So I'm not, I'm not sure about that. Uh, Geo is just too much of a head case. The fifth national starter who seems to just sort of rotate in and out from you know most recently it was Jacob Turner and and Joe Ross. They've sort of been sharing time at the fifth starter. Like I don't know about extending those guys. I'm cool with Scherzer and Rourke. Everybody else, I don't feel comfortable with them going yeah. more than seven innings. Okay, I, I see what your point. I see your point. 
need a bullpen. Trying and allowing another homer today, and just you know, it's they need center field. Yeah, it stinks. We'll, we'll even it out. Hopefully, it's only three innings at the back end of the game, if mm-hmm. that. Now, feed me this whole starters two innings thing because I'm interested. Hmm. Well, this is like I want to. Th- that's the theory. I like. We like talking about theories here. Have yeah. We'll just. So, I'm in a world where your starters, your starters just go. You you just have so in softball. PST okay. phones ringing. Yeah, we got to get phones them. ringing off the hook. Colin, so you know how in softball they have the same girl who pitches every single day. Yeah. Imagine yeah. the same pitching rotation each day you have you throw two innings every single day now that's still too much it's still too much okay you have your you have your five your main five all throw an inning and a third to two innings every single night the here's the here's the i mean i say that tongue-in-cheek of course because yeah, because that's never gonna happen no of course not it just that's it's an interesting theory though what you have what 10 arms you have what five starters and five pen guys? Now nah, you have way more than five pen guys. Well, you have twenty five guys on a roster. Yeah, I mean Eight. it depends. You're gonna you're probably gonna have anywhere from okay, eight to have... ten guys in your in your bullpen. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. But then why don't you just rotate? Why don't you get all starters and then just ro- yeah? I I like this theory. Now, well, here's the thing. Here, here's Here's where I'm just gonna poke hole. I mean, not serious. Oh, go ahead, poke holes. No, no, no. It's so. When is a pitcher most? When is a pitcher most vulnerable? He's, he's throwing a lot of pitches towards the back end of the game. Nah, he's mostly in the first inning. He's getting used to it. Like he's getting used to the mound. He's just working himself in. And then the fifth inning, when he's starting to sniff the wind a little bit. Ooh, I can smell that win. That's when he became. And then, yeah, around the hundred pitch mark, sure. But I mean, we've seen you know tons of st- just roll through it. Hey, tongue in cheek, of course. Yeah, but, yeah, um, I like talking about it. I know, it's a good theory. I know, it's a stupid theory, but sure. But uh, what else did I have for you? Oh yeah, I had a little. I don't know, a little, a little coach's omelet actually for 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 baseball wise. Just now that we're wrapping up. Okay. Now that we're wrapping up in and out. And it's a very specific coach's omelet. Crack a few eggs to make an omelet. You gotta got, got crack a couple eggs. To yeah, make you gotta crack an oh, egg. Is that your new so you're throwing down life lessons now. I'm huh? throwing down eggs. I'm gonna crack a coaching egg of wisdom right here. Officials, referees, umpires, whatever you go by. Umpires in baseball. And then umpires specifically, because that's the example I'm gonna I'm okay. gonna talk about here. If if nobody knows that you're there when watching a game, you will have done your job. I've always felt like saying that to to an umpire before a game starts. Hey, you know, introduce myself, blah, blah, blah. You know what? We're going to have a really good game right here if nobody knows that you guys are here. It's not about you guys. It's about the game. You don't have to tell what them ha- that, though. They just get pissed off. Exa- well, exactly, because all umpires think it's about them. So what happened in the Orioles game last night it's five to six. It's the top of the ninth inning, playing the Tigers. Machado's up. Guys on first and third. They counts two and two. Machado's really working the count. This is like the seventh pitch of the at bat. Quality at bat. Machado checks his swing very close. Give the umpire that. Definitely not a full swing. Mm-hmm. They appeal. Machado even does the stupid thing that hitters do now is like the hitter points down and, and checks. 
And the umpire punches him out on a check swing. Now, granted, it was close, and the check swing is a judgment call. There really is no defined. You have your, oh, did the bat clear the plate? But it's just the first base umpire looking down. What's the angle look like? Exactly, it's a split second. But here's the thing. Even Even if it was obvious, that ended the game. There was a guy on third base there's first and third. It is a one-run game. You cannot end a game like that. That is the official. That's the umpire, whatever. It's the umpire overstepping yeah. his boundary, and he's making it all about him. He's like, oh, look at me. I have the power to control this game. Yeah, you know, umpires and referees across all sports, you do. But recognize the fact that nobody went to the park to see you that day. Coaches aren't there to see you. Players aren't there to see you. People didn't pay money to see you. They paid money to see... The dang game. And you making it all about yourself, you ending it about you ending a game because you just decided well, that's not right. That's not okay. Again, granted, Get I'm biased. Get him buck. No, it's it's true. And it's true in different sports too. It's true in basketball. Oh, officials true in basketball. love doing it in basketball. You fouls and no, but you can't make a call to decide a game in, in that specific circumstance. Mm-hmm. You always, they always talk about a ref cannot make a make a foul call in the last five seconds of the game to decide a game, you know, because they just you can't have that on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. You gotta have the best team win, and however much you get hacked in five, with five seconds to go in the game, hopefully that ref does not call a foul, because you can't, unless it's completely obvious, obviously. But yeah, but if if Machado had gone. All the way around and like right. snapped his Grant. wrist and then come back. Then it would have been different. But you saw it. It was oh, did, it was I the did. closest that you could possibly right. get to it's where you did check call. a swing. It's a fifty-fifty call. Therefore, call it. it should just be saved. Finish the at bat. Let's see what you can do right here. And it's you know a 50/50 what? Fifty-fifty call. It's the same as a no call in basketball. Play right. on. Right. And here's the deal: because Machado is a three hundred hitter, which is great. But it's still seven out of ten, especially with two strikes. He's more like a, he's probably right under two hundred. Yeah. There's still eighty percent chance he's going to ground out anyway. But finish the dang game. Yeah. I mean, finish the game. Nobody feels good after something like that. Nobody would be talking about it if he called him safe and then Machado grounded out to end the game. Exactly. We wouldn't talk about this game. No, of course not. I mean, nobody's talking about it anyway, no. except for us. Yeah. Well. We're different. You get that, folks. You come here, you get to hear some quality, quality baseball talk. And here's more quality baseball talk. And we're going to, you know, it actually falls under the segment of Short Guy Sean. Oh, I hit the wrong sound bite, Scott. We'll get there. I hit the wrong sound bite because Short Guy Sean and Scott, they both begin with an S. I hit, I hit, I hit the wrong thing. Where'd you put it under? I put it under the down arrow oh, because that's supposed to be. So, short guy Sean. Short guy Sean. And I, I said this tongue-in-cheek uh, last week saying, oh, if we're going to do a short guy every single week, there's going to be a lot of Jose Altuve's. Yep. And the short guy Sean is about Jose Altuve, but it's not just like, hey, Jose Altuve went one for four last night, and he's five foot five. <laughs> like, it's more than that. He uh, he hit a, what was this? This is a couple nights ago. Hit a home run, whatever. Who cares? But I learned that he is, he has 66 home runs in his career, which puts him at the second most all-time for home runs Ooh. for a player under 5'6". 
Okay. Pretty good. Don't know who number one I was. About to, I spent, that was my Scott. next question. Scott. And I'll do this because Scott doesn't know that. Who's the number one? Dude, I, Scott, I, I genuinely, because I knew it, it would please you, I looked for probably, I don't know, 30 minutes today. And they didn't have, like, the list. I guess I wasn't watching the game close enough. I was watching... And it was just, oh, yeah, second most all-time for, for players underneath under under 5'6". And I thought, I thought it was awesome. Me. Well, you could look it up. And I got an, I'm, I'm just beefing a little bit more about... So after the home run, it was an ESPN game. So who's calling the game for ESPN baseball guys? Eduardo A-Rod. Perez. What? Oh, he, he's calling games now. Eduardo Perez? Yeah, sure. He's been calling games no, for... I'm talking about A-Rod, but... Go ahead. No, no, no. Eduardo Perez has been calling games for, for many, for many years. I mean, he's ESPN. He used to do Sunday Night Baseball, and you know he's great, knowledgeable. I think he was was he a Cardinal? He was either playing the Cardinals or the Braves. Who? Cardinals. Eduardo Perez. Ooh. Cardinals or say, Braves? I want to say Braves or Indians, but. It's also, it's all, yeah, Eduardo, I could look that up. Eduardo Perez, so anyway, that's not the point. It was one of those heritage games. It was was a Puerto Rico game. So they were selling, it was Puerto Rico, it was all about team PR that night. Anyway, you know, Eduardo Perez, he's uh, he's Cuban, so he's big time into all that, which is great, and he knows a lot. He's got experience. He's not bad, like, hearing him call a game, but you know what he does that, like, gets on my nerves a little bit? He really overpronounces the Spanish guy names. Like that's a, what bugs you. And and granted, the of gu- all things, that's what bugs you. Granted, the guy. I mean, the guy's first language is Spanish, but like a lot. Like he'll pause, and and he has a really good English dialect. Like he's been doing this. He's in communication. He's been doing this for a long time. It's very impressive how he just goes from one thing to the other. But so he'll just be talking like this, calling a game like a regular baseball. Wow, another home run by Jose Altuve. And that's his 66th of his career. Like he just, he just goes back and forth, and it's like... You can you can hustle through the Spanish pronunciation like a little bit more. Again, if that Scott look and listeners, all if three of you out beef. there, if that makes me sound like close minded, or if you're gonna accuse me for something, like don't do it. It just kind of like I was watching it and it was oh, and there he goes rounding the bases. He's five foot five and he's a gamer and Jose Altuve. Always gives one hundred percent. Like, just come on, just run through it a little bit more. Like, I love it, Jose Altuve. Come on, he's the oh, that's his name. Like, I I get that that's the correct pronunciation, but it was it's Eduardo Perez. You're not listening. You'll never be listening. It's a little bit. That's awesome. It's a little bit too much. So, uh, that's my short guy Sean of the week, and that wraps up our baseball of the week. Did you figure out who's no? But under- I found out that Kirby Puckett was five eight. And he hit over 200 home runs. Yeah, but see, I can't figure out exactly under. That's all the stuff that I was getting to today. It's under six foot. It's under five ten. This was very specific. Under who five knows six. The Kirby Puckett was five eight. Yeah, eh. that's good. Who knows? That's that's enough of baseball. Let's move on. Let's talk about golf, Scott. That's a, that's a, sorry, ladies. I'm not the golfing type. That's a good game right there. Like like golf and and most okay. recent it was the Players Championship, which is known as it's the fifth major it's the unofficial major just because it has a big sack of money 
And so all of the you know top golfers in the world are gonna go are gonna go play in it. Sure, its purse uh, this year was ten and a half million bucks. Uh, just for reference, uh, the Masters and again, Players Championship is not a major, and the Masters obviously is a is a major. The Masters purse was eleven million bucks. So the players, again, it's like it's not a major, but because the purse is so massive, you know, a lot of good players are going to go play. So it's like the honorary fifth major. You know, a lot of big golfing fans. So the purse is what ten something. Not the golfing type. Uh, you said uh, ten and a half. Ten and a half. The winner actually only gets one point nine. Yeah, well, everybody gets something. Well, I know, but, but like, it's the purse only. Itself. Only one point nine is like still like. Well, what's the winner? What did the, what did. It was what around did, that. Was, what did Garcia get this year for sure the Masters? Around that. Yeah. yeah, right. It wasn't over one over two. I'm not saying one point nine is massive. It's well, a massive payday. Yeah, but it's just the purse in general. That's yeah. what that's what guys look at. This is worth my time, even if I come in in last place. It's like the Happy Gilmore. Yeah. What does a guy in last place get? Uh, eighty six hundred dollars. All right. Either way, <laughs> I'm making some money right here. Sorry, yeah, ladies, that's true. I'm not the golfing type. Um, New soundbite. Yeah, that, that's that not bad. That's not, I've, been, I've pressed it like four times since we started this segment. So this is, this is our little golf segment. Uh, Siwoo Kim, congratulations. You're you're a nice young guy. I think he's... Youngest know, ever he's to win. 21, 21 years old? Yeah. 21 years old, winning the Players' Championship, which is awesome. Beers on him. He, I mean, he got out to a crazy, crazy lead. Oosthuizen was up there. JB Holmes was up there pretty much all through the weekend. And here comes Siwoo Kim, just you know, I just emotionless, nothing, playing some golf, making some shots. It's great, young golfer, awesome. Good for him. Yeah. Here's here's my here's what I took away though from watching the Players Championship. A a professional golfer's shirt, okay, okay. with all of the different advertisements on it. Yeah. You look at some guys, it's like just something little, yeah. like right there, very classy, up on the right breast, stone, just something, something like that. random UPS. Okay. I saw Ian Poulter, what he was wearing. He was, I, th- I think he was second. Hey, he's tied for second. Oh, even. Even at the old Players' Championship. He had something on the top, like the, just you know, the right breast, the left breast, the right collar, the left collar, the back of the collar. He had endorsements all over the place with a hat. I was just curious, like with a professional golfer, can you just sell every inch of you? Because if I'm if I'm a professional golfer, my shirt's gonna look like a NASCAR car. It's just gonna have stuff all. I'm Ricky Bobby out there with with Wonder Bread on the windshield. This sign is super inconvenient, but I do love. Oh wait, no, it's not oh. Wonder Bread. Wonder Bread's the car, but I do love. What does he put on the windshield? Oh man. This sign is super inconvenient, but I do love. Oh, I forget. Do you know the quote that I'm talking? No, oh, I know what you're talking nuts. about, but I don't. I couldn't. This sign is dangerous and inconvenient, but I do love. Oh man, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to figure this out. Wait, I see. I hold on. I think I. Remember, you know what? I, I and I and I pulled it up right here too. He sold the windshield. This sticker is dangerous and inconvenient, but I do love fig Newtons. Fig Newtons. Dangerous, Nick. I do love Fig Newtons. Anyway, if I'm a oh, golfer, yeah. I'm selling every single part of my shirt. Are you I, though? 
Because oh, yeah. instead of Adidas paying you $100,000 for your shirt, you're going to look like freaking NASCAR. You're going to be paying five bucks for everybody to put the logo on. You and see I, what I'm saying? And I guess that was my other question. You know, not that They're we probably know. Probably all but relative. You look, like, you look like a schlub. Ian Poulter could be our schlub of the week. Just because he had. Like but it was very classy. And they were they weren't fig newtons. They were like... You know, like you know, they were like BB and T Bank, like it was a bunch of banks. <laughs> it was very classy advertising. And just my next thing was, it's weird when you see like a golfer with like a Titleist hat, and then make you like maybe like Nike club or Nike really does. Nike actually does not make clubs anymore. That's it. or no, it was drivers. It was okay. the Nike drivers or dis. Murph would know more. Actually, it was either driver or clubs. Remember the Nike driver was a square. Did you ever see one of those? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had one back you, in the day. You would have had one. You would have had a Nike driver, which was a square. Looked like a, I don't know what it looked like. My looked like my flip phone. You're hitting golf balls with my flip phone. Of course, that's what I learned. So that's I like I was Tiger. Like if you're wearing a Titleist hat, but you have a you have Mizuno irons. Is Titleist saying, eh? We know you play with Mizuno irons, so we're not going to give you as much money for wearing our hat. Of course, ah. I'm sure. I'm sure that's all planned out. We're not the first guys to notice that. I thought, I'm, I'm sure Ian Poulter's not pulling one over someone's eyes and going, ah, I'm going to get another sticker on my shirt. He's a crafty guy. You never know what he's pulling. Now, did you know? Did you know? Yes, I knew. What are you about to say? I knew it. The but NBA jerseys are getting logos on their jerseys starting next year. Logos. What do you mean? Lo- advertisements. Like advertisements. So for the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Cleveland Cavaliers came out instead of a little Nike symbol or whatever was up there. They're having a Bridgestone. Really. And different teams have. That's the only one I remember. But different teams have different advertisements right where that logo used to be. Say advertisements just one more time. I'm sorry. Say advertisements one more time. No. No, you, you're putting the stress on the wrong syllable. You're saying advertisements. Advertisements. No, it's advertisements. Advertisements. <laughs> no, you're messing it up. It's advertisements. <laughs> All right, English teacher. Okay, it's adver- so advertisements. They're, so they're putting Bridgestone for Cleveland. Yeah, so they're doing different ones for each different team. There's a so, different one. Okay, so if you're super salty at the Washington Wizards, oh, it's name, terrible. It's terrible. Oh, you're just crazy. you just hate it in general. Oh yeah, keep it classy. We're gonna look like I mean NBA teams are gonna look like NASCARs in a, in a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna have one but, of the. Have you ever seen a soccer jersey? Uh, you ever seen a soccer yeah. jersey? How it's still like. Instead of like the name across the front, they have like an advertisement across the an front. Advertisement. It's like little. You know, okay, so we were blessed enough to play in a little league that was pretty cool. Yeah. Dulles Little League. We had actual MLB teams. Yeah. Right. It was you played on the the Yankees or the Orioles or the. But then you the had a little advertisement on the back. A little advertisement on the back, but a lot of little leagues. Aren't like what we had. They're not like you play for the for the Cardinals and the Braves. You play for like you know Browns hardware stuff. Oh, yeah. you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like so, the NBA it's going to just be like the the, the the hardware, the Bridgestone tires, the florist. We are the one eight hundred flowers. We are the Kevin's florists Cavaliers. Subway's fresh take hotline. Exactly. You know that's that's what's. I mean, look at stadiums. Stadiums yeah. are are haven't been the sports the team way. field or stadium yeah. in years and years and years. Oh, it's no way. it's a 
dude, it's all a money making rack. Shame. Fenway you know Park's that. not going to be Fenway Park anymore. It's going to be. It's going to be Park Browns Hardware. <laughs> You're going to have professional players with like uh, Browns Hardware, huh? with something in corporate. Ah, it's right in Arlington. And it's like <laughs> a very like dry, just you know, vague. That's a good one, I like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about? Colleges are, are into it. Everybody's into the whole stadium name. It is going to turn to that, though. I, I am nervous. Well, uh, this It's a slippery uh, slope. This little logo on the front of the jersey is going to turn into something on the back. Something on the front, something on the shorts, the shoes, everything's going to be something. I mean, teams, colleges already have their we are exclusive with, I mean, Maryland's exclusive with Under Armour because of the founder. They make the jerseys. If Bridgestone Tires wants to make the jerseys, then they can put their logo on the jersey. Okay. Now, and it... They're putting their logo on the jersey, and the Cavaliers are getting a pretty good chunk of change. Sure now, and here's the thing: we've never been in that. Nobody said, "Okay, imagine, right, imagine." Oh, I get it. I you're, get you know it. what I'm about I'm to getting, say right here. Yeah, I'm going to get offered. I'm Browns Hardware, and I'm saying, "All right, Scott, I'm Browns Hardware. I'm going to offer you, you know, a thousand bucks every time you yeah. mention my name on your podcast." PST Browns Hardware, Browns Hardware, Browns Hardware. Absolutely, for that's right. For an hour long. Perpetual Sports Talk uh, is brought to you by, you know, we'll over. just incorporate the word brown into every single word. Absolutely. We'll have our own segment, but that's just part of it, unfortunately. Yeah. Hey, anybody, if you want to sponsor a podcast, Perpetual Sports Talk, we we're are. We're, yeah, exactly. We anybody. Have no, we'll accept anybody. We're not committed to any. If you have a business, you're struggling, and you want to team up with a struggling podcast. We're pretty cheap, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're pretty cheap. We'll do it for free. If you say. Do it for a crisp high five and a you, firm handshake. You say, we <laughs> listen to your podcast. Be like, give. let us know what we want to say. Like, just let us know. We'll incorporate. We'll find a spot for you. Yeah, absolutely. If, even if you don't have a business and you're a schlub, hey, uh, Scott and Sean, can you just mention my name next podcast? Done. Absolutely Sold. we will. You're listening. You're one of us, man. Nice. Okay, let's get into some of the listener favorite segments. Let's start with Schlub of the Week for our fan favorite segments. And Scott, I believe you have a unattractive and unappealing uh, athlete. That's tough. World that's of tough. sports. I'm gonna stop you right there because it's hard to bag on a guy because he didn't do it purposely. He, I'll just I'll just explain it, and so we can talk. Go about ahead. It. A bunch of dead air time going on. It's all good. The schlub of the week is Paul George. Oh. And he didn't really do anything wrong. He didn't do anything to be schlubby, like unattractive or unappealing. It's just kind of like disappointment for him. He hasn't played basketball in a week. He hasn't. But yesterday, the all-NBA teams came out. And Paul George didn't make it. And there's a new clause now in the NBA that that if you make an all-NBA team... In your like eighth or ninth season, it's some like really small print. You're allowed to sign for a bigger contract. Uh, okay. So a lot of people says he got snubbed, and so he could have signed a five-year, two hundred and something million dollar contract with the Pacers or any team if he made the All NBA team. Nice save. 
but he didn't. And so now he has he could only sign with the Pacers for thirty million dollars less than he would have actually made if he made an All NBA team. So Does that make sense? Yes. It's not only schlubby. He, it's just like oh, like he didn't go out and do anything dumb after no, finding out. No, 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 no. I'm just saying he's missing oh, out. I thought on thirty thirty million dollars. If he signs with the Pacers, he's missing out on $70 million if he signs with the Lakers or anybody else. But think about that, dude. Well, I mean, it's not up to him if he makes that. I know, and that's what makes it like so funny. It's like it's up to basketball writers. The writers make this list. So eh. they basically decide. Do you think he's, like, hurting here? No. because No. Of course. Thirty I know, million dollars. No, he's he's not strapped for cash. He's not strapped for cash. That's the difference between five years one hundred and seventy million or five years two hundred million dollars. That's yeah, what the difference is. I I understand what the difference is. Just because he didn't make an All NBA team, which here's, doesn't matter to you and I. Here's why he's not butthurt. It's because he knows the people picking the teams. He knows it's just a thing up to the road. He knows it's not an actual He's not butthurt about judge the of his talent. He's butthurt about the small print clause yeah, in his contract that says you have to make an all-NBA team. Doesn't that suck, though? I mean, I get it's a little bit of a but stretch. It's, it, but it's in, it. the, it's in the hands of these writers. That's why he doesn't care. That's what I'm saying. Because it, because if he, he does were like, care though, if you were like, he's making, I could have done thirty million dollars more. Here's why he's butthurt is because he can't get his team past the first round of the playoffs. That's why he's really butthurt. Well, you know, he's, he's also going to go to the Lakers or something like that too. He's not going to stay in Indiana. He's I, not. I mean, is that for sure? Like, he's made it clear that he wants to go to the Lakers. I don't know. He's butthurt because he's been he's never been to the second round of the playoffs. That's why. That's why he's butthurt. I don't think he not, is, though. I don't think he is. I think he's more butthurt about not making $70 million next year. 30 mil, 70 mil. Give a crap about the second round of the playoffs. He's going to make a second round of the playoffs in his career. I don't know. He will. I don't know. He will. You never know about stuff like that. Look at I Dan do. Marino. Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl with the greatest quarterbacks Super ever. Super Bowl. Paul George is going to make the second round of the playoffs. You Next can't year. say that. You can't say that. I can. I, what's more likely for him to for him to get a thirty million dollar bump, or to make the second round of well, the playoffs? He can't make it. He can't. He lost his chance at two hundred million dollars. Well, what what about making the All NBA team next year? But which there's he some can do. sort of fine print clause that in your eighth or ninth year in the NBA, you can. Oh, it's only in this year that he just passed. something like that. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, all right. It's, it's a, very small print. It's definitely an interesting topic. I'm not sure. I, I know it's not why, a schlub. Though, I know right? why you're hesitant for putting it as schlub. I'll put like schlub. I'm, I'm question mark. Reach a schlub. Reach a schlub. An, you're an in control. It wasn't in your control that you're a schlub. Like. Again, most of the time, schlubs determine if they're sl- like. M- well, what I'm saying is, most of the time, schlubs determine if they're schlubs or not based on their own actions. I feel like this is a whole different segment, though. Even this could be a whole different segment. But you know what? We'll figure out a name. We're making for it. our segments very specified. Like our segments are. We'll very- figure out a name for it. It'll be good. Now let's move on to a fan favorite. Definitely one of my favorites. It's the old sports. Would you rather? 
And just for you, I'm not going to explain it. It's, you can figure it out based on the name, listeners. Would you rather? So, Scott, well, I need to give you a little bit of a background first. Okay. Max Scherzer, pitching on Sunday night, the nightcap of a doubleheader, takes a line drive right off the kneecap. I think it's in like the fourth inning. 100 miles an hour off the bat, directly off the kneecap. Okay. Uh, he proceeds to pitch like two more innings. He goes down like he's like in pain, like ah, hundred miles an hour off the. It's a hundred mile an hour ball off the kneecap. Okay, there you go, bone, everything. All right. Okay. Would you oh. rather take a one hundred and mile per hour ball off the kneecap once a week for oh, a geez. month, or four times? Four times, once a week for like Sunday, you just get it renewed. Okay. 100 miles an hour off the kneecap. Or, this is a little bit of a copycat from a March Madness Would You Rather that I had a couple weeks ago, a couple months you ago. Recycling. I sort of. It's it's in the same vein. Or, would you rather look like Kelly Olinick for a month, but you're not a professional basketball player? You're just seven <laughs> feet tall with yeah. disgusting hair and a disgusting face, and you look kind of like stupid. 100 Ooh. miles an hour off the kneecap or look ugly as sin for a month? I'm seven feet tall, though. You're seven feet tall, but, like, you're not a professional athlete. You're not even close. You don't really know. And you have tiny hands for some reason. Your hands are abnormally small. Oh, so now you're changing the... That's the only thing. You're not a professional... You look like Kelly Olenek. I say my hairdo is Kelly Olenek. You have a man bun and a weird Amish beard. Oh. You're seven feet tall. You're unathletic. You don't play basketball. you got to look like that for a whole month. Okay. Or you take a 100-mile-per-hour okay. ball off the kneecap uh, every Sunday for a month. So four times. Does it break my kneecap? No, it does as much damage as it could, like the pain, without actually bruises me bone. like real hard. It bruises your bone. You know, you're you're limping essentially for a month. Oh, I'm going Kelly Olenek. Mm, really? Oh yeah, dude, that would hurt. You're getting people looking at you weird for because a month. I think being seven feet tall would be kind of cool for a month. Really? No matter how ugly and weird I am. Dying like, a little inside. Standing seven feet tall would be pretty cool. People look at you weird like on Dude, the street. Dude, you, you could be tall for once. You know? You could be tall. Not for me. Think about that. Not for me. You take a kneecap, a ball off the kneecap? Am I answering my own would you rather now? You have I'm sorry. To. I guess I forgot the rules. You always have to. Like, I am taking the Kelly Olenek do. I'm looking like Kelly Olenek... Straight for a month. I don't care. I'm gonna be seven feet tall. I'm gonna be walking around the street. Pretty cool. I'm taking the ball off the kneecap and I'm keeping my five foot nine stature. Oh, no that's, way. What I, that's what I'm doing. The world looks pretty good from up here, Sean. Yeah, well, looks pretty good. You know what? The world's not that bad from down here either, Scott. <laughs> it's really not. It's really not. That's my would you rather. It's pretty good, listeners. Pretty any good. would you rather's? Let us know. DM Murph or leave a comment or something or just tell us about it. That's our would you rather's, and we and we need more fan submissions. Always, right? yeah, of course. Okay, let us know. Now let's end the show, and we're gonna end the show like we end every single show. We are going to preview the weekend. We call it our weekend appetizer. 
talk about the sports games and teams and whatnot, events that we're looking forward to watching on TV this weekend while listening to the Dropkick Murphys. So, Scott, what's your weekend appetizer? That's tough because I always lead off. But, you know, I, I accept that role. Scott always complains about leading off with a weekend appetizer, no matter I which episode that, that we're on. That's how it role. goes. It kind of puts me on the spot because I never have a weekend appetizer. Scott, what's your weekend appetizer? Oh, man, I'm leading off again, it looks like, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's been the same thing for about nine months There's now. There's only one or two people leading off. That's right. But, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, it's kind of tradition because I get to take the best ones then. You, you know, you take the pitches. I go in and I move you over. That's what I do. That's exactly right. And I missed the whole Jeter thing last week. And I'm really shaken by that. Dude. I was walking home last week. And I was like, how did I miss that? As a Yankees fan. How did I miss that? That was disappointing for me yeah, to see. I, I didn't miss it. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I am going to watch, and there's a cue going right there. I'm going to watch the Warriors-Spurs Game 3 on Saturday night at 9 o'clock on TNT. No, you're not. Why are you going to watch that? probably not going to watch You're that. definitely not going to watch that. I'll tell you right now, uh, the Warriors and the Cavaliers are going to be in yeah, the... Yeah, without a <laughs> doubt. Without a doubt. There's, there's no reason to watch the Western Conference or Eastern Conference Finals. If you're a basketball fan, it really no. isn't. It no. really isn't because there's two teams in the NBA, and that's what it's going to be this year. That's what it's going to be next year. And that's what it's going to be the year after that. I actually guarantee. have a good philosophical question for you. Yeah. It's sort of a would you rather. Would you rather have two different teams in it every year or the best two teams in it every year? Because you know what? The best two teams are the Warriors and the Cavaliers. Right. But people whine about it. They say, I want to see something different. Or do you just want to see good basketball? Why would you want to see the Celtics upset the Cavaliers, just get their doors blown off by the Warriors in the finals? You know what I mean? Right. That's sort of an appetizer for maybe a discussion next week when we preview the finals. Because Lord knows this, this the semis will probably take four games apiece. Five, yeah, maybe. Maybe five. No, but not for the Warriors. Without Kawhi and the Spurs, Warriors are going to roll. It's going to be. Just, I thought he was playing game three. I thought he, he might was going to. But he's going to be limited. Doesn't even matter. Doesn't matter. E- even if he played, they still lose by 10 points instead of 20 100%. two nights ago. 100%. Go ahead. No, that's that's about it. Like literally, what else is happening this weekend? Because I would love to know. Besides what the Anaheim Ducks are playing, somebody else. The Ducks are playing the Nashville Predators. Predators, Predators are going for their first, for their first Stanley Anah- Cup. Anaheim Ducks. They're going for their first Stanley Cup too, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. I mean, that's kind of cool, right there. I mean, just Nashville. Like, ducks. Why is Ducks? Ducks. Ducks. Quack. Ducks. Quack. There it is. Quack. <laughs> And Ottawa's embarrassing. I mean, embarrassing the Pittsburgh Penguins. Good. Embarrassing. Was it four or five to one last night? I want to know that whole, like, thought process. We can talk about another show. We'll put on thought process. But why is a team like the Ottawa Senators, who won 44 games in the regular season, absolutely shoving it against the Pittsburgh Penguins, when the Caps, who won the President's Trophy... Could, like just hot goalie. Is it Canada? I don't know. It could be a Canadian. It might be thing. just Canada. Canada wins and 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 American wins. They're different. They're weighted differently. Uh, you got the Preakness going on this weekend. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the second leg of the always triple dreaming crown. going for the triple crown. Uh, always dreaming is favorite. He is f- uh, five to four odds. That's pretty good odds. Which 
I've never even. It's always something to one. Like, what's five to four mean? The five. If you bet know. like one dollar, you're winning like ten cents. If you bet like a hundred bucks, you're winning no, like if I, ten bucks. If I bet four dollars, I win five. Oh, is that how that That's works? That's what how it works. Are you sure about that? No, I'm not sure. I'm, not. If I trust I'm making you that up. I'm completely making that up. I don't know. I don't know. I I feel so. All right. Yeah. So that's going on as well at yeah as well. So our baseball, the Nats have the Braves. Uh, the O's have the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays will be down Kevin Pillar because he suspended two games for saying an anti-gay slur at a Braves pitcher. That's a schlub right there. He just can't. He can't. You know. Better schlub than Paul George. Yeah. But anyway, not bad. Where? Uh, Scott, can our listeners find us if they couldn't get enough PST? Okay, my challenge to all the listeners is to follow us on Twitter. Because Sean Murph has had some pretty good tweets lately, and we have gotten no more followers than we actually had. Here's where I'm going to side with the listeners. A lot of our listeners don't have, Twitter. Don't have Twitter. But where okay. can you find us you if don't you don't have, have Twitter? Twitter then? Rate us on iTunes. If you yes. hit the little subscribe thing. Anybody can do that. Be awesome. Write us a little review. Say Sean and Scott are like the worst podcasters yeah. in the world. And they only use one mic, so it's a real butch job. But you know what? Rate us anyway. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter. At Perpetual Sports Talk, you can find us on the web. That's right. And we're back on Podbean, uh, obviously. On Podbean. Yeah. Back on Podbean. New episode every Thursday night. Uh, Friday morning, it'll be up there for your for your drive to work Friday morning. Or if you can't sleep on Thursday night, you know we'll we'll go to bed with you. You know why not? We we can put some people to sleep. But until next week, my name is Sean, and I'm Scott.